You might think your insurance will be a gentleman and pay for dinner, but they'll probably split the bill or make you pay the whole thing instead. After this episode, though, you'll be able to tackle the basics of health insurance like deductibles and copays without a problem. Your well-being should be about thriving instead of surviving. It's about time to empower yourself and navigate our healthcare system with ease. My name is Rishi, and this is the show, Friendly Neighborhood Patient. Understanding your medical insurance might feel like scaling a sheer cliff. Once we cover the basic concepts, you'll have enough hand and footholds to do that climb. Before we start, let's just check out the big picture. The concept of insurance should matter to you because in 2020, just over 91% of all Americans had medical coverage during all or part of that year. Employers are still the biggest customers for insurance. They cover around 55% of the population. Medicare, which is handled by the government, covers the next 18% of Americans. These stats all come from the most recent U.S. Census. This all means that medical coverage will touch you or be offered to you in some way. That, or you'll have a sleek-looking insurance card that doesn't actually cover anything. Regardless of whether it's publicly or privately funded, health insurance still has a few core mechanics, all of which are based on the idea of quote-unquote medical necessity, which is a broad phrase by design so the insurance can justify paying for, or in most cases not paying for, your care. Once we know the lingo, it's easier to grasp different styles of plans. I linked a couple glossaries of health plan terms from the Bureau of Labor Statistics and University of Pennsylvania's Student Health Service on my Substack homepage, which you can easily find at rishinagala.substack.com. Now we can go ahead and master the three major pillars of coverage, copays, coinsurance, and deductibles. Copays are easier on the uptake. They're just a fixed payment you make on the same day you're seen by the provider or medical facility that you go to. For example, your insurance says that you have to pay a $50 copay when seeing your primary doctor. However, the first possible curveball here is that your copay can vary across different services. That $50 copay for your primary doctor can turn into a $100 copay at a specialist. Otherwise, you can just think of copays in terms of fixed dollar amounts. The next concept to attack, which is coinsurance, turns up the heat a little bit, but I'm confident that you can handle it. Think of coinsurance as a percentage that you want to keep as low as possible. For a regular visit, your insurance might say that you need to pay 30% of the final bill before the rest is covered accordingly. That percentage would definitely vary between when you're seeing something like a preferred provider that's on your insurance plans list or someone who's out of network and not on that list. Your insurance can still make you responsible for more expenses even after you pay coinsurance if the provider bills for something that the insurance wouldn't cover under any circumstance, like a cosmetic enhancement or removal. Let's move on now to the infamous and dreaded phenomenon that is the deductible. Think of it like a comically expensive toll gate. A deductible is a minimum figure you need to spend on your health care before insurance covers more things for you. My insurance, for example, demands that I spend $1,000 out of pocket during the year on regular visits and services. Depending on the health plan, you can have multiple deductibles for individuals, families, different services, and out-of-network care. 
even though I haven't met a single person who enjoys them, deductibles are common in health plans with low premiums. What is a premium, you ask? Usually a premium is the monthly fee you or your employer pays to have the medical coverage apply even in the first place. There is some good news in all of this. A decent number of health plans can still fully cover preventative care visits, like seeing your primary doctor, without forcing you to pay a deductible. It's like having the privilege of free drinks at a table at the clubhouse for which you're paying thousands a year for membership. I'm going to link a useful article from Very Well Health on my Substack, again found at rishinagala.substack.com, which also covers those nuances a little more. Believe it or not, there is a light at the end of the tunnel where your insurance covers just about everything. That light is the out-of-pocket maximum. This is best served with an example. If your health plan has a coinsurance of 20% and you get an eye-watering $100,000 hospital bill, you would think that you need to pay 20 grand out of pocket before any coverage happens, so you know, 20% of 100,000. But if you happen to have an out of pocket maximum of say $10,000 for the particular work you got done at the hospital, then your insurance picks up the other 90 grand if you met all your other copay, coinsurance and co deductible obligations already. This sounds all well and good, but you probably have an out-of-pocket maximum just for in-network providers and emergency services. If you know you're getting something complicated done in the near future, like a knee replacement or extended drug therapy, it's smart to call the number on the back of your insurance card to ask for what your out-of-pocket max would be for a given medical situation. Most insurers will also slap on a lifetime limit. This reflects the fact that your insurance will only pay a certain amount for you, usually in the single-digit millions over the full existence of your coverage. So if you just wake up one day and want to replace all your body parts with some flashy cybernetics for a few million dollars, just keep in mind what your lifetime coverage would be. But to get back on track, let's do a quick recap before we close things out. Long story short, think of copays with dollars, coinsurance with percentages, and deductibles with toll gates. The plot twist here is that your insurance may combine two or three of those payment types. So just be aware that, for example, you could have a $2,000 deductible, then a 10% coinsurance for everything after that. For now, though, we'll take a break from the insurance side of things and shift back to medical care. Knowing when to seek private health care or hospital and corporate health care is the next thing we'll talk about so you can take advantage of the coverage that you do have. Subscribe to Friendly Neighborhood Patient for more healthcare tips and tricks. I'll catch you the next episode.